Hey everybody, this is David Fournier from Raise Your Standards, Love Your Life. It is Christmas. This is a Christmas edition. He asked, well, how do I know it's Christmas? Because I'm sitting here wearing a Hawaiian shirt with Santa Claus and candy canes on it that my wife got me. So there you have it. Now you know, and now I both know. You know, Christmas can be a difficult time. It can be an enjoyable time. It just kind of depends where you are. So I just wanted to talk for a few minutes. There'll be a shorter one today about talking about how to get out of a dark place, how to get out of those tough places when you get into them. And we all go through things in life when we feel like nothing is working. Uh, to give you kind of a cheesy example, um, on the uh, on the disc golf side, you know, I'll go out and I'll play some days and practice round or even in a tournament. And it just seems like I woke up this morning and ate a bowl of something that made me forget how to get everything done. And it gets frustrating out there and I'm not playing like I want to be playing. And now some of that pressure self-imposed, we're going to talk about that in a few minutes. But other parts of it are just, you know, it's just not working. And what can happen at that point is I start to think to myself, oh, you know, you really, you really suck at this, which I do, but that's not the point. Or this isn't really working out. Or why am I here? I start getting you know, a thousand other things aside from, you know, what's actually going on. There's a saying, I want you guys to remember this. It says, if you're in your head, you're dead. If you're in your head, you're dead. And simply put, what that means is if you think to yourself, this will never work and I'll never pull it off. You're right. If you say to yourself, I'm no good at this, you're right. Uh, a wide, a old Jewish proverb says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Um, you can talk yourself into some bad places and you got to make sure you don't get inside your head. Sometimes you just feel like it's just not working. You get two big strides forward and then smash three steps backwards. It could feel like life is working against us. And believe me, I get that for every once in a while. I just feel like, man, is every possible thing that could go wrong has gone wrong. And that's the unusual part about it because it's hard to believe. I know this really sounds crazy to hear it like this, but you know, your life and my life is somebody else's dream life. Can you imagine that? It doesn't feel like it at times, but it's true. It is. And we can really get wrapped up in that. So, how do you get out of a dark place? Like when I'm on the course and it sucks and I'm not having any fun or, or you're at work and some customer just was just a rude individual. You know, that never happens, right? How do you get out of those places? How do you make that work? It really comes down to your belief system, your, your mental state, kind of where you're at. It really comes down to that because no one can assign an emotion or a value or perspective to you on any event. You assign those yourself if you go out to a really great meal and you really enjoy yourself and it was a good time and you tell yourself oh man that was a good time i really enjoyed it or i really like that place you'll attach the feelings and the emotions to that moment but if it was really just kind of average you'll attach those same things and later down the line when you're when you're remembering those memories and you're recording you're you know replaying them you're going to remember them by the emotion that you attach to it Remember what I said, if you're in your head, you're dead. It comes down to your belief system. If you believe, if you believe that God or the universe or whatever's out there is against you, you're already beat before you start. If you believe it's all against you, you're already beat before you start. And you have to be careful about a victim mentality because that can happen to you. Because if I'm always a victim of my circumstances, then it's everything that's happening to me and there's no way to work out of it. There's a saying that I really like and the saying says, there's no such thing as failure. There's just results that we don't like or want. Now, I like that a lot because that gives me the opportunity. If, if it's a result that I don't want or I don't like, I'm still in the game. I can still change it. I can still do something different. I can still add to it. I can... I could also probably make it worse if I wanted to, but I don't want to. So 
when you think about that, it's about your belief system. If you believe that life or work and your efforts are done for nothing, you're starting each day out broken. You're starting each day out broken. You do. You need to have something where you could turn the corner on things and really think about them. You need to have that moment in your life where you're like, yeah, this is serious business to me or this this is important to me. You have to, We have to have that reason. But if you get up in the morning and you're just like, oh, man, I, what I do doesn't matter. You will never, by the way, this is personal experience. You'll never make a good choice about anything in your life if you think it doesn't matter that you're making that choice. You can't make a good decision like that. So if God and the universe is against you, man, you're already beat before you start. If you believe your life and your work and your efforts don't matter, and believe me, they matter to someone. They matter to someone. Man, you're starting each day broken. Every one of us wakes up every morning, we're digging. We're digging for work. We're digging for school. We're digging for athletic. We're, di we're working. So if you're going to dig, dig for gold. Realize that what you do matters. Who you are matters. How you get things done, it matters. Perspective is a powerful ally. Perspective is a powerful ally. So if I look at a situation and say, this isn't happening to me, this is happening for me. There's something for me to learn here. Do I, do I stay in that mental state all the time? No, I can get knocked out of it just like everybody else. But the main thing is don't stay there. Remember, if you're in your head, you're dead. Getting broadsided, difficult things coming up. Our family's kind of got a difficult thing coming up in the next day. Something, you know, kind of a moment of memory for all of us. But we, we've got to keep perspective on that. We have to be able to move through it. Each day, each day events are going to unfold in our lives. And I got to be honest with you, sometimes it feels like punches. <laughs> like you're just like boom, boom. But these punches that come in, they are the things that shape in us, that shape us, that can, that can harden us so that we're able to get through these situations with a degree of wisdom and a degree of understanding. Sometimes they serve a purpose. So it's really weird. There's a, a verse in the New Testament where the Apostle Paul says, the sorrow according to this world produces death, but the sorrow according to the will of God produces life and a life of no regrets. That's an interesting statement because the guarantee in this verse is that there's going to be suffering. There's going to be sorrow. We can. There's going to be. But how it, how it purposes out, what we learn from it, how we move forward and who we become. It's really never going to be that important in your life. All the goals and achievements you set, it's more important the person you become when you're getting those because if you get to those goals and you achieve everything you want in your life and your family's left you and people hate you and you're just kind of like a big wiener, um, you can have that, but you'll have nothing else to share with it. And that's what we're all about. We're, we're humans. We're built to share. Now, we can ask for life to get easy. Remember, we talked about how to get out of a dark place. We can get at, we can ask for life to get out, you know, get through life easy. This is not an effective strategy. I just want things to go easy. I want them to go easy. People, they always pray. They talk about praying and, and nothing against praying. I'm not knocking praying, but it's interesting what people pray for. They're praying for a way out of things instead of a way through them. Instead of asking for life to get easy, when I'm stuck in that dark place, I have to ask for the tools I need, I need wisdom. I need strength. I need patience. I need certainty. I, I need something. I, there's something here I'm just not seeing, and I want to understand it, and I want to go through it so somebody help me be able to find that. I don't ask for it to get easy. I ask for the tools to make it through. So what really helps us get through the dark? I mean, what is it that helps you get through the dark? Man, I'm telling you right now, this sounds really easy. A lot of things sound easy. That doesn't mean implementing them is easy.
They look easy to do. That doesn't mean it's going to be easy to do. What it does mean is that solution is not that complicated. What helps you get through the dark is the smallest of spark of light, the smallest turning of the corner, the smallest readjustment of perspective of the way you see or you feel about what's happening in your life. Just the smallest piece of it can do it. It doesn't have to be major. I mean, think about it like this. If, you are, if you're sitting in a completely dark room and you light one candle, it's amazing to me how much light that candle will show. Now, in the middle of the day, out in the sunlight, probably not that impressive, but that's not the point. Even the smallest little part of it, the, the smallest, re realize that inside of you, you have and you are the light that you're already searching for. A lot of times, I need, you know, I'm going to get this and I'm going to get that or this person is going to come in and all these things are going to happen and my life is going to be great. It might be. But the fact is that everything you need, you already possess. It's a matter of getting it out in front of what's stopping you, getting out in front of what's blocking you from, from seeing things clearly. And I want you to listen to this word, the smallest distinction, the smallest distinction that you make, however small, starts to light. Now, I want you to think about that word distinction. It's simply, when we talk about distinction, we talk about something that sets something apart. Uh, my wife bought the boys these little Bluetooth speakers. Actually, Santa did. My wife bought the boys these little Bluetooth speakers uh, for their phone. And if you're a parent and you have more than one child, you're going to completely understand this statement. You're going to buy one that's red, one that's white, one that's purple, one that's gray, so that you can hand it to the kid and say, oh, you're, you're the white one, you're the blue one, you're the... Every parent who heard that, you're like, right on, we got it. You buy them all the same color. I lost mine, so I'll take his. And he comes back, hey, he's got mine. No, that's mine. Anyway, you get it. It's not a huge distinction when you think about it's a Bluetooth speaker. You plug it in your phone. It plays music. It takes charges. It takes batteries. It plays this. It does. That all stays the same. They came in the same box. But the slightest little distinction, they're just a different color, will help them all sort out the whole universe of whose does this really belong to. And as a parent, you know these battles can go on for days. The smallest little distinction in your life. It's a, it's a big, uh, it's a large distinction to say the difference between I want to believe and I believe. That's not a small distinction. But there's a distinction between those statements. One of them says, I'd really like to believe this will go on. I'd like to see this happen. I really want to believe it. But the fact is you don't. And you can't move forward from that spot. That's how you stay in a dark place. Moving forward is saying, I believe. The smallest of distinctions that you can make. When something is going difficult and it's a hard time, it's looking for that one thing. Well, maybe these people over here all want to see me dead, but my family still loves me. Small distinction. Small distinctions, but that's what starts the light. Now, there, there's two, a couple things I want to close out with, and this is really important. I want you to realize, I want you to realize, and I know this will be a shock to many of you. I want you to realize that no one's perfect. No one is perfect. We all have imperfections. You know, I, we were joking about it the other day. You know, everybody at my work, it seems like, has a dog. And everybody's dog has got some weird thing that goes on about them. And we always talk about how, we, you know, some dogs uh, some dogs will bark at this. Some dogs will do this. Some dogs are scared of vacuum cleaners. Some dogs attack vacuum cleaners. There's all these weirdnesses about dogs. We think it's just a dog. And, you know, I don't know if it's life experiences, past thing, a reincarnation of a person that didn't like vacuum cleaning. I don't know what it is. 
but they're all kind of head cases. And we were laughing because at the end of the day, so are we. We all have our, our kind of weirdnesses and our imperfections and the way we do things. And it's interesting to me how much energy people put into calling out everybody else's imperfections and making big drama about their imperfections when they're just as crazy as they are. They're just crazy in different ways. No one is perfect. And perfection is simply an illusion. It's an illusion that is going to really, if seriously now, it's going to really corrode your soul. I'm going to get to this goal and that's going to be the perfect thing. And I'm going to do the perfect. And then when it doesn't happen, you got the disillusionment in there. You don't feel great about why did that happen? Why does it have to be like that? It doesn't have to be like that. Those are choices that we make. Because when we execute without expecting a perfect plan, when we execute something or work on something without expecting perfect results, we're showing certainty that we know we're capable of doing it. We may not be able to do it the first time. We may not be able to get there tomorrow, but that step moving forward, ex executing on it says, I believe it and I'm moving towards that goal. That's part of bringing that light forward. That's part of it. Well, I don't want to corrode my soul with the idea that I hear people say from time to time, they go, well, I never really thought I'd see myself at this place in my life. How did you not see yourself at this place in your life? Did you like, Go into a coma at age 40, wake up at 55, and those 15 years, you don't... Yeah, you're exactly where all your plans and everything that's been happening in your life have brought you to this place. You're exactly there. Do you have to stay there? No. Do you have to like it? No. Is there something better for you? Sure. But at the end of it, you're exactly where everything you set out to do and move forward has taken you to this place. Now, you used a, I used a word a minute ago. I want to help define it because I have a different definition. I believe that faith and certainty are two different things. I believe that faith and certainty are two different things. And this really lends itself to getting out of a dark place. If we want to help everyone get out of a dark place, we want to help everybody to move forward in life. If we really believe life is valuable and every life is sacred, then stop the judgmental shit. Just stop it. Stop having to be in everybody else's business. Stop having to be in everybody else's life. Stop having to be everybody else's judge. Stop your shit. And this would just be a much better place to live right there. It's cost effective. It doesn't cost anything. You just need to stop your shit. Because when I say the word faith, I mean like, for example, are you Christian or Jewish? Or <coughs> are you an atheist? Are you a pagan? Are you a Wicca? Are you... Whatever, wherever you fall in all that category, that's your faith tradition. Those are the things that matter to you that are ingrained into your belief system or you're learning about them and ingraining them into your belief system. And that's part of your life. But nobody really has the right to be dumping their faith traditions in the laps of other people to tell them, well, this is how you should live. And I don't mean to be like, especially rude about it, but. Can you imagine like a logical human being saying, hey, my imaginary friend is better than your imaginary friend? Because that's what it sounds like when somebody says, oh, that belief system's wrong. Look at it. At the end of the day, faith is what you believe in. But we don't need a world full of people and their faith. We need a world full of people and their certainty. Because if I really believe in my faith tradition, by the way, I practice 
the faith tradition of Christianity. I'm just really bad at it. Then all the things that the founder of Christianity, Jesus, what a shock, it's not your pastor. Um, all the things that he holds valuable with things that I would hold valuable. So I would just go read the things that are written about him and say, well, I want to do that. See, certainty is the actions on your belief. You could tell me all day long you believe in blank. But unless you're doing it and practicing it and living it, it doesn't matter what you believe. Certainty is I believe something so much, I'm going to start working towards it. I believe something so much, I'm going to start practicing it. I'm going to believe something so much, I'm going to start moving forward. Like Tony Robbins says, look, if you don't know what to do, just pick up rocks and start throwing them. Any kind of action is what brings in the light. Because one of the things about being in the dark, most people that I have met that are really struggling, there's a couple of things, not about them, not about them, but about their situation that ring true. One of them is that they have not created a compelling future. They're just kind of muddling through day by day. By the way, you have to muddle through day by day. I get that. But they're just kind of muddling through day by day. And there isn't really this sense of certainty about I'm moving towards this or I want to see this happen. They're not taking control of that kind of certainty saying, I'm going to make the best out of the situation I'm in right now because I believe if I bloom where I'm planted, I'll bloom where I should be. And they, they don't have they have not created a compelling future. That's that's one of the things. And the other one that I see a lot is because they're not seeing results and moving forward, they don't have a lot of patience about getting to where they need to get. And that's the other thing. So first of all, creating a compelling future. Maybe we'll talk about that on another episode. And secondly is move forward. Even little pieces of people will be incredibly patient if they see progress. And that's kind of where we are in our life is we've got to have some progress. And again, it doesn't have to be a major episode. You don't need to sign your life away. You don't, it could be something as simple as, Hey, Jesus, for example, is just an overly kind individual. Maybe you could just try being kind. Jesus found a way to make a tremendous spiritual analogy out of a crime scene. Parable of the Good Samaritan, for those of you that went over your head. At the end of the day, we're going to get in dark places. A couple of things to think about. A couple of things that we want to think about. One of them is try and find the smallest distinction in it and try and turn the corner. Try to find your way around. Realize that what you're going, you're going through something. It's life is not happening to you. It's happening for you. There's something for me there to learn. Realize that you're not perfect. You don't have to be perfect. And the best kind of relationship is two people that realize they're both imperfect and they don't expect they don't demand perfection from the other person. Remember that the smallest, however small it is, spark, their smallest light will provide enough light to get onto the next stage. And certainty is saying, you know what? I don't want to live in this spot, but I want to move forward. Your actions are based on your belief system. How you're acting right now and what you're doing in your life is based on your belief system. No matter what you tell yourself, you believe, look at your actions. If you're down on yourself, if you don't think you're capable if you've got that negativity going where things like this don't happen for me, then you are absolutely going to get those results every single time. And nothing short of a, of a, of a lottery win is going to change anything about that. It's taking those steps in certainty. I believe in you. You got to believe in yourself. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, man, I hope it's working out for you. 
I know if you're going through some tough times, find somebody, find a shoulder, get somebody on there that, that'll listen to you, give you a listening ear. And remember, raise your standards and you can love your life.